If you know me, you know I love high-quality clothes and occasionally a luxury item here or there, but I hate spending luxury prices, so I rarely buy anything really nice for myself. That was until I discovered Quince. They have so much good stuff for you guys. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Love that. It's also really important to me that the clothes I wear are created in a safe environment. And Quince only works with factories that use ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So obviously, I really love that. I bought a Mongolian cashmere sweater from Quince. And no joke, I have worn it once a week, all fall and winter long. It's so soft premium quality and looks like I spent a fortune on it, but it was only 50 bucks. I've told all of my friends about Quint. I also love their men's line and have gotten some nice activewear and performance tees for Andrew that he loves. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eastham for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eastfam to get free shipping and a 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Eastfam. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Uh, by the time you listen to this, we will be on maternity leave with our new baby. As I sit here and have the mic literally poking into my belly it's resting on your stomach right yeah now. yeah sean has done a wonderful job preparing us for this maternity leave we have worked double time the past <laughs> yeah. six months to film yeah. enough content to roll out as we take a break um but this episode is always one of our favorites it is. and it is the best of 2023 from this podcast this is as much for us as hopefully it is for you but it's a time that we get to stop reflect and uh, remember some of our favorite things. And it's been a heck of a year. I think this year in particular, babe, on couple things, it has been my favorite year yet. Why? I feel like we just got into our groove. Up until this point, we kind of had this um, mentality with every interview with a couple. We'd be like, oh, how'd you meet? What's your story? What's your whatever? And this year, it was like more intentional conversations with couples about specific topics that like they held a domain in, which was really cool. I agree. I, I feel like we found our place and purpose for this podcast. We started it because I like to start new things. Yeah. I like the internet and I like media. And so the podcast was one form of that. But Let's now just bring this full circle. You started it. Four days postpartum with our first baby, Drew. That was four years ago. Can you believe yeah. we've been doing this podcast for four years? No. We're 160-something episodes in. It's crazy. Um, but now I feel like we actually are able to to have conversations that bring value. Mm -hmm. I, I get calls. I didn't tell you this. I got a call yesterday uh, about the Joey and Heath episode for Aro. One of my favorites ever. Someone said, thank you for doing that episode. Oh. Uh, I've never thought about my phone as that episode has made me think about it. And that was from Trevor who called me. Oh. And it's like, so the the show's interesting because there's not a lot of dual hosts, right? Mm -hmm. If you think about late night shows or whatever, uh, the news, there's not a lot of dual hosts. There's not a lot of 
married dual hosts that kind of have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of times where uh, there's two guests simultaneously speaking in the same way we have them. So I'm really pleased with the topics that we were able to discuss. I'm really pleased with the guests that we were able to book. Um, we went for less. When we first started, we were trying to get like the biggest celebrities. Yeah. Right? And now it's actually people who have stories that we've learned from that we think you listeners can also learn from. Well, and one of the sole purposes <clears throat> of why we started this four years ago was... People kept asking us for marriage advice, which we laughed at. And we're like, we have no clue. We're trying to figure it out. So we were like, how about we bring in couples and learn from them? Yeah. And so now instead of trying to get the heavy hitters, we're trying to get the heavy hitters who have so much to teach us and to teach the world that it's just really powerful. And there's something there's something special about a podcast. It's brought you and I closer together. It's enabled relationships with some of the guests we've had on that mm -hmm. otherwise wouldn't exist. Podcast is... One of my favorite ways to learn, I love listening to podcasts. We hope that this is a podcast that you love listening to. Anyway, 2023, what a year it was. Yes. So much has happened. Let me start by giving some high-level numbers, okay. okay? So couple things this show yep. uh, has done in the first 10 months of the year, over 715,000 downloads. Great. Okay, so that's like- Huge. Sorry. 715,000 downloads a month is what it's average. Oh, dang. 7.15 million is what the downloads have been through the first 10 months. Dang. Which is pretty cool. So there's a chance that we sniff at 10 million downloads for the year with just this show. But the network sniff. as a whole has taken strides. So a couple of things as part of the Family Made Network, which has been a project that Sean and I uh, have poured our heart and soul into. We'll talk about it more. The network as a whole in the first 10 months has done over 1.2 million. Sorry. Why do I struggle with this? 12 million downloads in the first 10 months. So that's over 1.2 million per month. Do you think anybody else listening geeks out over numbers like you do? I just think it's important. <laughs> and I think it's proof that they're, that this is working yeah. and people want to hear this stuff. And it's not like comedy type content. It's not like polarizing political content. It is... It is family content mm -hmm. that hopefully makes you giggle a little bit, maybe makes you eye roll like Sean does all the time, maybe makes you learn something new, and hopefully inspires you to go back home and be a better parent, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is. So that's my diatribe. Now we can roll into it. <laughs> now we can roll into it. Um, it has been a really cool year to see everything that family made media has done which is like our our baby that we started um we had our first ever family made event that's right where i will never forget someone during a q and a while we were live on stage really just wanted to kind of share their story and say thank you more than ask a question and this was not like staged it was truly like off the cuff but it was so powerful they started crying and just said, we came from, they both came from broken families, broken, mm -hmm. you know, marriages in their home. And they said, thank you for putting on and creating Family Made and creating a couple things. Mm -hmm. You truly saved our marriage and gave us hope and inspiration and a platform of people to look up to, to really kind of like develop a healthy relationship which was so cool i love hearing feedback i love doing live events for that reason to hear that feedback um it's so special the event was amazing sold out show we had some of 
the best speakers and communicators in the world, and I truly believe that, Justin Whitmore Early came, who wrote a book called Habits of the Household. If you haven't read it and you have kids, go read it right now. We had Sissy Goff um, join us. We had Rachel Cruz uh, of the Dave Ramsey ilk. We had Mallory Irvin. We had the Hainers. We had... Jacqueline Gibson. Uh, we had, The Willardsons. Honestly... It was really special, and each of these people have an amazing story that's worth sharing, um, and each of you have, have an amazing story. But the feedback we got, like, here is one comment we got from the event. It says, thank you guys for everything you did to make today a reality. It was so fun to meet other like-minded parents, and the keynote panel speaker lineup was double hand emoji. That was from <laughs> Morgan. Um, can I read one more? One more. Uh, okay. This says... Well, Shannon Willerson did a huge post on this on our Instagram. We could talk about that more. Ethan, who joined us, missed college game day. <laughs> yeah. He's an Oklahoma fan. Missed the yeah. last OU OSU game. Front row. He said, "Just want to let you know, we had a great time at the family made event. It was awesome, and can't wait for the next one uh, that we can make too." So it's like they're going to come back, and that's mission accomplished. What are some other highlight things that happened this year, baby? Uh, well, first of all, we got pregnant. Pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, still pregnant. Going to welcome baby number three to the family. Uh, I probably, as we speak, it's welcomed, which is pretty awesome. Um, we got our pilot's license. You. I did. You got your pilot's license. That was one of our big goals for the year. Uh, Sean got inducted into the Hall of Fame yeah. for gymnastics for the 80th time. <gasps> we were on today's show where we got to talk about family made. How right. cool was that? That was pretty cool i was really nervous that was crazy dude they're a machine to see though like you said with all your nerdy analytics which i love about you to see the impact that like it's actually being picked up and people are bringing attention to people like us who want to talk about family is really cool we also hosted the youtube conference that was a oh, couple yeah. weeks ago which was really special a fun opportunity Built a house in Tijuana. We took the kids. That's right, on their first mission trip. Uh, and we did a YouTube video on this on our main channel. We're debating opening this up to some of you guys listening uh, to come down to Tijuana and build a house with us for a weekend. If be- you guys would be interested, and I want to reinforce, like, it's safe. It's our family who runs the mission down in Tijuana. We have, you know, relationships with the government down there, everything. Would you be interested in going with us? Please comment down below so we can gauge if we want to like open this up to everyone. Based off the comments on the YouTube video, there's a lot of interest. Really? Yeah. Uh, <gasps> we went to Tijuana. We also went to Disney for the first time. We went to Greece. Mm-hmm. We went to the Grand Cayman Islands. Sean and I did. Yeah, we did. We did the Estes red carpet where we announced our pregnancy. That was really fun. You looked amazing. Thank oh my you. gosh, you look good. I don't know what color blue that dress was, but dang. Uh, we took our first couple road trips with the kids. Oh, yeah. my gosh, dude. Those, those were so were fun. We traveled so much this year. If you want to see the vlogs of all that, that's on our main <laughs> channel. Sometimes we talk about it on the podcast, but it's way more fun to watch we, than listen to We that. took the kids to Greece. I said that. Oh. We talked about Greece. Do you remember that? We also had our uh, seven-year anniversary. We did. And I started my PhD. Casual. In psychology, so very excited about that. Let's talk about some top episodes from yeah. 2023, though, in relation specifically to this show. First one that comes to mind are Ben and Katie Gonzalez. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So much younger than us. Teen parents got married, like accidentally got pregnant, got married um, after they had a baby. So inspirational. 
every odd stacked against them by mm-hmm. statistics, the world, culture, society. But to hear their perspective on raising a baby together, on marriage, on mm-hmm. how to work through a relationship, through all of the ridiculously hard things was so inspirational. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that, and it's weird because like, I feel like in my head, like even when we, like my reaction to when she was pregnant, like I feel like you never think, like I'm 17 years old, I'm focused yeah. on playing video games and playing sports, like that's all I'm focused on. So like, it's just hard to like, like I feel like I didn't process, like oh, it's not gonna happen to me, like it's mm-hmm. it's totally fine. And like, I think that whenever it came into perspective, I was like, clearly something, like this is, this is your life now. Mm-hmm. Like, like step up to the plate, essentially. Like, Rick, dude. You said it was your favorite interview of all time. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that conversation. And you, you, I remember you posted on Instagram and said that everyone needs to literally stop what they're doing and go listen to it. Yes. If you're listening to this, it is probably worth a listen uh, to go listen to those two. But they have a YouTube channel as well. And highly impressed by Ben and Katie. Um, another one that comes to mind is the interview mm-hmm. we did with Sissy Goff, uh, who again spoke at the event. But she played a big role in the wake of the Nashville shooting. Um, we all kind of live in the same area of town. And honestly, this was probably one of the hardest episodes we've ever done. But we wanted to have Sissy with us on the show to talk about this because um, there were tears in our house. That was a scary day for us. We thought our kids went to the school where it was going down. Yeah. there. Yeah. And anyway, there's been a lot of counseling in the Nashville area that Sissy's provided and uh, she is the executive director director of Daystar Counseling Ministries, um, and she chatted to us, chatted with us about how to talk to your kids about school shootings mm-hmm. and other tragedies like this. It it is like worth being pensive about. How do you talk to your kids about tragic world events, whether it's a school shooting or natural disaster or the war? You know, I think especially grade school kids, mm-hmm. we need to tell them very factually, very short you know, concrete language because they're concrete thinkers. This is what happened. Immediately tell me what questions you have because we want them to lead the conversation because Mm -hmm. like I talked about in that video, kids have this innate ability in tragedy, even if their parents are getting divorced. It's this Mm -hmm. amazing phenomenon inside of them that I have kids who will ask immediately, why is this happening? And then I have kids who don't ask for four years. Because internally, they can't handle the information yet. And so that's why we want to really follow their lead on what they're asking. It was it was one of those that we really felt compelled to talk about because Nashville is a very small community. If you live here, you like you feel that and understand it. And we experienced firsthand that day, like some of our closest friends whose kids were in that school. We thought our kids were in that school at first because of communications. We were seeing parents Mm. and kids coming out of the trees and the woods and we were hearing it it's just it was a counseling session not only for everyone else but for us as well yeah another one that comes to mind is the (laughs) mommy daughter interview this is an annual tradition uh it's always special to record and look back on these conversations that we have she's grown so much already and speaks so much differently but honestly from a personal level having these conversations uh, available to reflect on is really special. And we, we've done this with both of our kids when they turn two, three, and four. We plan on doing it every year until 
eternity. Remember how many Oreos she ate? Juju, who's that? Dada. Dada. What do you love about Daddy? Um, his heart. His heart. What does he love about you? Mm. What's his favorite thing about you? Mm, I don't know. You know what is this? Heart. Yeah. I'll never forget that. <laughs> and then I will never forget at the very end. She's like, "Mama, I think I'm done." And I was like, "Great, great. Here we go." Oh man. Mama, I'm all done. You all done? All done with what? Your cookies? All done with work. Okay. But we always try to make this a big deal with the kids and make her feel really special. She gets she usually gets dressed up by herself in a princess dress, and she gets to go to work with mom and dad, so it's special. Another amazing episode one that we didn't know would have as much impact as it did we've actually had phone calls from our sister my sister-in-law mm -hmm. your sister-in-law um saying that it's her kids favorite thing to listen to mm -hmm. and it was your episode on grief after losing your dad yeah that's i actually think that was a, the pivotal point in this year us mm -hmm. uh putting the thought and planning in our content was me losing my dad right at the turn of the new year. Um, it'll be honestly when this episode goes live, it'll probably be a year exactly. Yeah, uh, but it was it was really healing and cathartic, also emotional. Uh, probably the most emotional one we've done. I wanted to that we recorded it probably three or four weeks after we lost my dad. So mm -hmm. it, like the 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 initial jarring. And raw emotions had kind of passed. Still mm -hmm. very much there. You could see that in the episode. But uh, I've continued to journal and was journaling back then about what the grief process is like because um, I just thought that maybe it would help me process it. And hopefully if you've gone through something like that, sorry, hopefully you haven't gone through something like that, but if you have, then hopefully that episode would help you process it. Um, but the feedback we have gotten was really encouraging. Um, and I felt like we got to walk through the grief with all of you listening together as a family. It was, it was really special and helped me heal. So thank you. Thank you. I think I'm a little melancholy just being humbled by the fragility of life and like uh, struck by a new perspective. My dad and I had a great perspective or great relationship. And I'm so thankful for that. Not everyone can say that. I feel like I was his student. I feel like I benefited so much from the things that he sacrificed for us. And so all those things lead me to just be grateful. Um, and really from a high level, the two takeaways from the last couple of weeks for me are one that I was extremely blessed to have a dad who loved and cared for me as my dad did. And two, that God is good. And I've felt that I've seen that it's been really amazing over the past couple of weeks to experience that. And I think the first of having been blessed by such a great father reinforces the second that God is good. Those were two of the more somber episodes yeah. we did. We also had some giggles. We did. Uh, including Jesse James Decker and Eric Decker, which was a comical, fun interview. They are wild and <laughs> will say so anything. Um, this is the first podcast interview they, they've done. Jesse 
openly admitted that she doesn't understand podcasts, <laughs> yeah. which is hilarious. It's like, yeah. it's just an interview. You've done yeah. a million of these, but the podcast format throws her for a loop. But Eric is a former NFL wide receiver, and his wife, Jessie, is a singer-songwriter. She's also an author and founder of her own clothing line. Kittenish. And so it's fun to talk about ambition and balance in marriage with these two. Laughed a lot, as we said. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it, it really did show a lot of their personality in the episode, and I think a lot of you enjoyed that. They have a they had their own reality TV show. Oh, yeah. And they, as a result, have a large devoted following online. Oh, yeah. And I think... I think a lot of them enjoyed the episode. For so, sure. What I say is the biggest thing is committing to that in life. And just obviously we fundamentally love each other and like we're, we're super attracted to each other for, for reasons, but to for focus. reasons. Cause you got like a nice butt <laughs> and a great body and <laughs> ambitious. Like that's, that's, that's doesn't go away. Uh, but yeah, I, I I agree with her. I think I think it's the foundation. It's, it's the foundation. It's what's in your heart. She's got a great ass. Like, yeah. That's how it gets deeper, guys. Obviously, I might Apparently. be this whatever meathead <laughs> when I was 23, 24, but now you, you gotta you know grow up a little bit. Uh, it's a hard ch at the end. Not, <laughs> not, a, not a swoosh. A it's a chooch. Oh, cacooch. No, 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 Eric. Chooch. Sean, I got a question for you. Okay. What is it? On a scale from chug to sip, <laughs> how would you rate your hydration style? Um, Interesting question. I would say I'm a sip girl. I sip on my coffee for literally hours and sip on water throughout the day. What about you? I would say I'm a chug type of guy, yeah. no doubt. But whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. I actually really love liquid IV, especially since nursing bear. I feel like I'm always thirsty. I like that it's sugar-free and it's fun to sip on throughout the day. The flavors are really good, and I've loved having a flavored drink rather than just water in my cup. My favorite flavor is the lemon-lime, and Sean loves strawberry and tropical punch. It's crazy to me that one stick in 16 ounces of water has three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks and eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Yes, sir. That's why they say it hydrates better than water alone. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code EASTFAM at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code EASTFAM at liquidiv.com. Okay, mamas, ladies. After having three babies, I never thought I would wear an underwire bra again until I found Skims. So right before I had Bear, Skims sent me a couple of maternity bras. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear maternity bras. They're so uncomfortable. They're not for me. I tried them on. They are the most supportive, most amazing, only maternity bra I have worn this entire pregnancy. On top of that, the material is so soft and the straps are adjustable for maximum comfort and it fits every woman out there. They have a million sizes to choose from. My favorite Skims bra ever is the quote fits everybody t-shirt bra and it's literally the best t-shirt bra I have ever worn. It's seamless, flawless, perfect. You're going to love it. If you're a fan of no underwire, the products I would highly recommend are the wireless form t-shirt bra and the no-show unlined demi bra. I like the color sand because you can't see it through white t-shirts, which is the color I usually go with, but they have a color for everybody. Whether you're pregnant, postpartum, nursing, or none of the above, 
and you just want a good bra, go to Skims. They've got one for everyone. Shop Skims bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes, 30A all the way to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select couple things in the drop-down menu that follows. Skims.com. Another one that comes to mind is the uh, the announcement of the third baby. Mm-hmm. I think that was the most popular episode, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we were really excited to post this back in July. We held on to the news for a couple months. Um, and Honestly, for no particular reason, too. I think it was just because it was third baby. I don't know. When you find out you're pregnant with your first, it hits so hard immediately. But with a third, there's so many distractions. So it took us a lot longer to digest it all. Yeah. So... We waited until we were able to like be like, oh yeah, we're having a third kid. Yeah. To announce it to all of you. I am excited to see how our kids that we have right now, Drew and Jet, play with the third baby. I know. Oh, we need like a whole episode on telling Drew. It's the sweetest thing ever. She is so so excited. Uh, Drew, I she blows me away every day with how sweet she is. She's like. Gosh, there's a I posted the video when she came out. It's been a weird, hard couple weeks. And like you didn't tell her to come out. I didn't. She came out and like rubbed my shoulder, gave me a kiss, as if I was okay. She's like that. Yeah. I don't want to say all the time, but most of the time. She's it's very crazy. sensitive to other people's feelings. And it's amazing. She had asked where daddy was, and I said, I think he's out on the front porch. Drew is my heart. Jet is my joy. Like that dude can rile me up like any, and I can't wait to see the dynamics with the third one. I know. And this might be the last pregnancy. So we're really trying to soak it up. <laughs> I think but it is. Babe. A lot of, a lot of the people had predicted that you were pregnant. Sean. Yeah. So yeah, we waited too long to where it was obvious. The support and excitement that we heard from you all was really special. Um, so thank you for that. I can't wait for the episode. Probably the first week of February. So Look for it when we come back and we tell you everything about this new little one. Plans are subject to change. <laughs> I'm sure. uh, another one we did. Oh, we made new friends. Hannah Brown and Adam Woolard. Yes. Um, it was a really cool interview with former bachelorette Hannah and her boyfriend at the time, Adam. They got engaged shortly after the interview. And uh, I actually f- had gotten you pretty had known close about with, it. Yeah. Adam and I are buddies. So he had told me before the interview. And I was really like... It's one of those things where you're just like looking at Hannah. I'm like, I can't, don't, don't ruin the surprise. Don't ruin, don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> I will say it was really, really special to hear and see their dynamic and to hear about how they've supported each other within their relationship and a lot of insecurities and trauma. And just, you get to see a different side of Hannah and their relationship that you would never see on reality TV. Yeah. And it made you respect her so much. I agree. And obviously her whole kind of relationship trajectory has been public her being on The Bachelorette uh, and Bachelor and Bachelor and all the shows. Oh, the shows. And so this was kind of like a, a really cool, deep conversation. Um, but I'm glad most of all that we have them as friends. Yeah. We've seen them quite a lot. But there was a lot of like shame that I was dealing with publicly, not even just privately. And it just made me like lose who I was. I think mm-hmm. I just like mm-hmm. lost my like um, – the way I could even like describe myself, who I thought I was, who I thought people thought I was. And so that was my rock bottom. Like, yes, I've been through like really hard things that were like upsetting mm. and difficult and hurtful and painful. But it, when it comes to like 
um, questioning like who you are, mm -hmm. that's a rock bottom. That and is and it's, interesting. And it's kind of like whenever I talk about like an ego shedding, it's like you mm -hmm. have this identity ideal of like something you yeah. can always go to and point people to. And like, this is who I am. All of these like, things, look at all these accolades. All look of these all things stuff. make up who I am. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when something is taken out, like your innocence or like your goodness, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like for me, when I left the banking career, like you're not a banker anymore. So that's that's not a piece of this identity that that you've created that you can point to anymore. So it's almost like you're in this like vast open space of like, what the heck am I? Yeah, I was really like not okay but i think you have to get to that mm -hmm. to be like your best mm -hmm. another interview that comes to mind mm -hmm. is the interview we did with jet when he turned two. uh his first uh, official interview that's right didn't say too many <laughs> yeah. words but it's gonna be adorable which to is watch funny because that was only now. a couple months ago and already he's talking so much more so much better but one of my favorite things about his little interview so different than drew is with drew's first interview she was pretty chatty like she would still answer yeah and Jet is chatty, but he's so quiet. He'll be like, yeah. <laughs> Jet, what's my name? Uh, Daddy? Daddy. Yeah. Hey, what's your favorite song? Uh -huh. The wheels on the bus go. Uh -huh. What are you doing in the microphone? Don't eat. Hey, don't, <laughs> don't eat that. <laughs> He really is, which he's either super quiet <laughs> yeah. and like whispers or yells. But I feel like the videos really do reflect their personalities well. Uh, Drew did hers in a princess dress that we said Jet um, was flying on the flight simulator. And a lot of you love the episodes as well. Uh, actually, that was one of the things that was brought up at the Family Made event. Someone came up and said, thank you so much for doing those uh, interviews. Usually we'll share like a personal message mm -hmm. to the kids reflecting on that year. And she was somebody listening said that that meant a lot to her just mm. to see like the thought um that goes into that so anyway uh it also reminded me that jet's not a baby anymore he's I growing know. up so fast stop it stop it I'm i sorry. can't think about that i'm sorry another <laughs> interview that i really loved was when i got to interview you babe and ask you vulnerable questions that feels like a long time ago yeah we didn't really know what to expect from that episode and a lot of you liked it much to our surprise but it did bring out some tears. It did. We learned a lot about each other, which is funny because I feel like we talk about so much and we try to like not have new things. I don't know how to say that. New things learned. But um, those questions brought out some vulnerabilities in both of us that we had never shared with each other. With one thing that makes me nervous is like, dang, what if there was actually like a car accident? Yeah. And you or the bump got, you know. Hurt, mm -hmm. or there's high impact. <clears throat> I don't think about it often, but those are some those mm -hmm. are some thoughts that we actually never really talk about. I know you say you're scared. I don't know if you've fully voiced like through you know as we're giving birth or walking into the hospital, you're like I'm nervous. Yeah, I, we haven't really broken that down fully, but those are some of my thoughts. Thank you for sharing. That's actually a question we have never talked about. Yeah. And something we've never voiced. I think I voiced it to you on a podcast a couple a couple podcasts ago. How I say the same prayer in birth. I mean, I know I've only given birth twice. But I remember saying this prayer on the operating table with Drew and repeating it with Jet. Which was, God, I just pray that 
you bring this baby into this world safely and like they get a chance to be a part of our world. And if you don't mind, <laughs> can you help me stick around to be a part of it too? Yeah. And I think that's just me like admitting the same thing that you just admitted. Like I know give it like birth has been around <laughs> since the beginning of time, but it is scary. And yeah, I would say my a fear of mine is not making it through birth. We got to talk really about special. the biggest excitements and fears with this baby. I feel like it, I feel like as a whole, the episode brought us closer together. Um, and it was a good reminder for why we do this podcast. Uh, just how fun it is to be vulnerable with each other and with you guys. Are you okay? Yeah. I don't like thinking about that. What? I know. I'm pregnant. Okay. We can't ask these questions. Pregnancy gets scarier every time. People say it gets easier. I think it gets scarier because you like, you know more and more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How much of a miracle it is. Why am I crying? That ain't gonna have me tear up, bro. <laughs> oh, did we do the biggest fight episode this year? Probably. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was bad. Oh man. Good Don't, times. We won't do Good that time. one again. We're not we're like vulnerable. Eh. I don't even think, I, I don't consider our content vulnerable because no. we've always, it's not like in the moment. No. Right? It's always something that we've. But a biggest fight, you never really get over. <laughs> so when we tried to do that one, it just started the fight again. Hilarious. Good times. And then last but not least, one of our favorite series we did this year was our wildest stories. That was fun. So, I'm still adding to that list of yes, stories. Yeah, I'm sure we'll about. have more come the new year. These were really just fun episodes about how dumb we are, how much of an idiot <laughs> I am. Um, we got to think back on some of the wildest times that we've spent together. And honestly, we have, it's a long list of notes. Yeah. I would encourage you listening to, if you're married or like dating, what are the wild experiences that you've gone through together? We talk about your encounter with a bear, being naked in a hot tub. Yes. Taking a canoe down a dumb hill and breaking your collarbone. When you almost walked out the door on me, your GED we talked about. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. I think we talked about Trump and that. <laughs> yeah. We talked so about a lot. Of, we talked about a lot so of things. things. And I should I probably should have been fired for this, given the role I was supposed to do but i was like marshawn i just wanted to wish you the best of luck and i hope you have fun tomorrow here's some skittles and i just like handed him the whole bag and i remember he like winked at me or something and he was like thank you Nah, he said <laughs> i remember it like this <laughs> oh god there's this sea of reporters yeah throwing questions left and right at marshawn he's only replying with i'm only here so i don't get fined i'm just here so i don't get fined sean is on his left Pushes his way to the front, whispers this little thing, doesn't ask a question, just gives him Skittles. And I remember as him looking, I think there's footage of this. We have to find it on YouTube. Looking to his left and saying, oh, you kind of cute though. <laughs> That's the only thing he said other than I'm just here so I don't get fined. So fast forward fast to forward. 2018? No, 2016. We reported. What? To the Raiders right after. No, this was 2017. I ended up being on a team with Marshawn Lynch. He, he went to the Raiders yeah. and I was there and I confronted Marshawn about it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, you kind of hit on my wife back in the day. And his reply was pretty epic. He said, I called her cute. I, I wasn't lying though. Was I, but it was I wasn't funny. lying he, though. He remembered the exact, <laughs> yeah. the exact exchange. 
And he's like, Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. He was very nice. It was great. But that was weird. That's, then, one, that's one of my favorite stories because Marshawn Lynch is just such a legend. Uh, it's a five-part series. If you want to check that out, then you can find it. Just type in Oh, stories. and when you got the call from the CDC. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, really, the moral of the story is I am dumb, and no wonder I didn't make the NFL. But uh, no. we didn't realize until, you after, did. <laughs> it, until after we started posting these uh, stories and videos that uh, we have had a lot. Maybe, I don't know if it's more than normal, but a lot of crazy stories. We do some wild things. It has been an amazing year, a wild year, a massive transition year. Mm -hmm. It's been really special. We've gone through a lot of very highs of highs and lows of lows, and we've taken you guys along the ride with us, Um, Mm. but we just want to say thank you. It has Mm. been an awesome, awesome year. I fell in love with this podcast more than ever this year, and I'm so excited for next year and the interviews it's going to bring the topics it's going to bring and the adventures it'll bring with you guys yeah thank you for listening uh we hope that this up this episode and this show makes you a little more reflective on the things that matter most in life and uh how to do those things the best you know whenever i look at pictures of our kids from the past year i'm amazed at how fast they're growing up oh my gosh me too and we've been doing a deep dive into old photos lately sometimes the thought hits me hard that i'm getting older too and this has led me to think a lot about the legacy i want to leave behind what kind of parent i want to be and things like our family's financial security we've been talking a lot about this recently and are excited to share that fabric by gerber life makes it simple to get the protection that's right for your family. Life insurance doesn't have to be some big confusing topic. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. 10 minutes is crazy fast. Plus it's all online and on your schedule. No appointments, scheduling, or piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you. This is the first company I've heard of where you can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required, and they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash eastfam. That's meetfabric.com slash eastfam. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash eastfam. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. We'll also link it down below, and let's get back to it. And we are eternally grateful for the opportunity to get to do this. Hopefully, 2024 will bring more fun stories and memories. Hopefully, we'll continue to do this in 2024 and beyond. Never know what the future holds, but for right now, we can be content, be grateful, and that's all we got. Wait. One more thing, babe. What? We got to finish out the year with our giveaway. Oh, shoot. Sorry. So Andrew always does this. Shoot. How many winners and how much cash? Are you just letting me riff with it? Yep. Oh and then I'll gosh. do the rest. Ready? Yes. Go. How many? Five. Okay. How much cash? $1,000. <gasps> wow. Let's go. To finish out the year strong, we want to give five lucky winners $1,000 cash as a thank you for listening. We did this giveaway last year, and it was a really fun way to get close, to like close out the year and say thank you. Um, in order to enter the giveaway, yep. I can handle this part. Uh, leave us a rating on whatever platform you're listening Five to. Five stars, guys. Come on. <laughs> if you think we deserve it, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, 
a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Write us a review on those platforms as well, telling us what your favorite episode was uh, this year. And be sure to include the code words best of 2023 in that review. So Code words, entry. best of 2023. So it's subscribe, review, rate. And, and use best of 2023 so we can find you, so we know it's an entry. That's right. We're going to have uh, us and the minions go through this. Good luck and thank you. Uh, also, if you want to find out more about Family Made, what we're up to, there's a ton of other shows that are producing awesome episodes. Check those out. We have a newsletter that uh, could be helpful. We'll probably talk about the Tijuana trip in there. Um, what else? Oh, I think we'll maybe do like certain quote unquote premium content, like for Sean and I's goal setting um, type episodes that a lot of you have interest in and other hopefully helpful resources. You can go to familymade.com. Can I close out now? Yes, please. Okay. That's all we got. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. We're the East Fam and Happy New Year. Happy New Year.